Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome to Galaxy Talk Radio. This is Soul Vibrations. I'm your co-host, Corey Jeffries. Every Thursday, we are brought to you by T25CL Entertainment. As we move towards the 25th century, you can go to our website by visiting www.t25cl.com. Learn about the new movie we have out, Uniting We Stand, that deals with global issues as it pertains to the African diaspora. When we talk about women's rights, uh, renewable energy, poverty, civil rights, and uh, we have seven African countries. The movie was premiered down in Southern California in San Pedro. It is coming to the Bay Area uh, in the new year, 2017. Um, also, listen to some of our other um, shows. On Monday, we have Compton Politics with Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. We also have Straight Talk, The Hired Brush with Barbara McGee. Wednesday, Rosin's Corner, that's Rosin Jordan Meals. Thursday, of course, Soul Vibrations with CJ and Dr. K. Uh, Friday, The Keys to the Kingdom. Sandra Keys has the, king, has the keys to your spiritual wellness. We're still uh, uh, fighting this good fight. Uh, right now, there are so many things going on since last Thursday. Of course, uh, you know this is this. Anytime, anytime there's something worth learning, you have to go over it. You know, we don't want to sound redundant with what we're uh, talking about in our shows and everything, but we believe that it's very important for you to uh, renew your mind in the way that you uh, go about leaving your household every day and your jobs, uh, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're working for the man or whatever. At this time, I'd like to welcome Dr. Nana Kwaku, my co-host. How are you doing, Dr. K? I'm great, brother. How are you? And welcome all of our great fans uh, to Soul Vibrations. Uh, appreciate you tuning in to listen, but also at the same time, we feel like it is our duty to be a constant reminder in the community that we have to change. It's as, as Brother Corey said, it's about mindset, and your mind has been set, uh, you know, from a European perspective because everything you know is is, is Eurocentric. Uh, from the whole, from the time you start kindergarten and, and first grade, second grade, and middle school and high school, and then on to college, unless you are blessed enough to, you know, have the someone to guidance for someone to direct you to one of the historical black colleges. So it's very difficult for people to think something that they don't know. If you've been taught and, and Europeanized with with the, the cultural training from European culture, that's who you are. You know, although we are African people in America, uh, 
you know, in our actions and in our everyday duties, we are European because we get up and we 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 fight for a European culture. In fact, I was talking to brothers about today. You know, how can we continue to fight for a country that still, even after all this time, has not realized or has not apologized, or nor has they tried to to compensate for the damage that they have done to our people? And for someone to say, well, they need to get over it, that slavery ended 100 years ago. Slavery might have ended 100 years ago, but the European domination of, of, of our thinking process continues to today. And until we get back to doing our own thing, until we get back to educating our own children and doing it from a perspective of, of our original culture, we will, we will forever be lost in, in, in a European culture trying to fit in or working for someone else. Yes, yes, yes. Very <clears throat> true, Dr. K. <clears throat> um, we're, we're gonna we're gonna fire things up uh, from the Jump Street today. We, you know, we're gonna open the lines up. We already have for people that are calling in. And one thing that we want to uh, talk about today, one of the main things that we really want to talk about today. It's very important. Uh, this is this is extremely important. We have to discover a new pathology, you know, and the question today is how do we build our communities without without sacrificing our personal brands? In other words, um, <clears throat> like you had talked about uh, in the past, Dr. Kwaku, how we have to uh, take control of the things that we're doing uh, to, 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 better our li- to better our lives in spite of whoever is the new president or whatever the new uh, laws are that, that disproportionately um, target people of color, we can, we can transcend those things by, by renewing our minds and by thinking in terms of using our education to start our own brands as entrepreneurs in our communities. We're over a trillion dollars in spending. We can't say this enough on a, on, on a, on a yearly basis. We spend enough money uh, in our com- outside of our community. If we were to redirect that money back into our communities, like we had actually, when Donald Trump says "Make America Great Again," it doesn't really include us from a political standpoint and from and from a standpoint as far as our laws. But when we look back to the '60s, the late '50s, basic mainly the '60s. In early 70s, 87% of black households had both parents in the house. And the liquor stores and the cleaners and the pawn shops and the nightclubs, especially here in Oakland where the Black Panthers uh, started, started their movement for social change, among other organizations, um, these, black businesses were flourishing back then. So from that standpoint, we need to make black America great again in terms of how we get back taking control. And we understand that government entities and big business was complicit in destroying us with COINTELPRO, which infiltrated the, uh, the, the, was meant to infiltrate the uh, Black Panthers, but it started a, a big drug epidemic that actually reached up into the hills, if you will. Here in Oakland, we have the, the flatlands and in the hills where the rich white folks uh, uh, live, but 
these issues became paramount when they found out that more of their kids were coming down out of the hills, spending their allowances on drugs and things. That's when it became an epidemic. But what it did to the black family was it incarcerated the black man, it turned the black woman out as an addict, and it, and, and, it, and, it, and it put the responsibility of raising our children on our grandparents. And now these houses are being gentrified away from these, inherit, these grandkids who inherited these houses for a lack of knowledge just by not paying their property taxes. So let's look at all the, distra- the, all the distractions. We have sports, entertainment, politics, um, and I hate to say it, we, we, we're going to delve into this even deeper in some other shows, but religion can be a distraction too because it's a form of control also. So we're going to have to we're going to have to step on some feelings and, and get to some real truth to actually uh, 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 promote this healing that we need to do. We need, we're going to have to look this this horse right down the mouth and and, and talk about some of these things without uh, you know turning the monopoly board over, turning the chessboard over just because the, just because the conversation is uncomfortable, we need to learn how to stay at the table like they do in the assembly and all these things when they want to pass these bills. We need to sit down and talk through our differences to find some commonality. That's the only way we're going to heal our communities, especially with this collision, uh, police reform stuff that's happening, the prison complex. There are so many different things, but it all starts with our pathology. With cognitive science is is an exciting frontier that has four distinct fields of study that we are all exposed to whether we know it or not. There's cognitive psychology in how you process things in your mind. There's linguistics and how we communicate those things. There's artificial intelligence that we get through everything that, that's, that's downloaded into the computers. Computers are almost like thinking individuals. There's so much information you can get off there. But those computers, those things were downloaded. So that's, that's an artificial form of intelligence along with the television. Then once you've got a grasp of how you talk and communicate and find your pathology and, and, and absorb all of this intelligence, and decipher for yourself, what philosophy do we come to as a people? We have to develop a philosophy based upon all of the distractions and all the information and all the negative things that are done to us to, come to, to, to produce a discipline, an answer, a mythology, a theory towards uh, restructuring the way we submit ourselves to things that are designed to destroy us. And, and so, um, Dr. Quaker and, and listeners, I know those are a lot of things, but this is open. We have an open dialogue today, especially I want to hear from everybody. Uh, we have a caller from Southern California. It looks like two people. Um, uh, both of you are the, – the mic is open, so whoever wants to just uh, chime in, if, you, if you'd like to say something now, you're welcome to speak. Take, take, a, take a minute, minute and a half or something, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll float this ball around. So who, who do we have calling in right now? Anybody would like to speak? Hi, Corey. It's Roslyn calling from T2F5CL family. How are you? Fine. Thank you, Roslyn. How are you? It's great to hear awesome. from you. How are things – 
Is the sun still shining down there? Or are you getting rain like we're getting up oh, here? And it's pouring down rain out here, but I love every uh, Pouring down. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, well, hopefully you're you're staying warm and, and, and being careful in your travels across the highway. We know how people act out there on these on these highways. Um, for sure. Uh, for sure. Do you have anything you'd like to say about uh, the direction, how, how we need to renew ourselves uh, going forward into the 25th century and, and specifically 2017? Well, you had mentioned branding, and I know that that's been a topic that has been discussed over a number of our shows and, <clears throat> you know, um, within our, our scope of trying to or being able to um, um, bring about an awareness of, you know, the the ability that we as African-American people have and just people of color that people have. And mm-hmm. you think about, when you think about branding, we need to create, create uh, when I think about that, I think about creating like a world-class brand that creates, mm-hmm. what you might say, a disruption, something that will just, mm-hmm. you know, make people stand up and be aware. And it not only brings mm-hmm. up an awareness, but it increases in, you know, uh, uh, the sales of our product, the branding of our product. And then it also wins the hearts of people. When people see that you're out there making uh, making a name for yourself, branding, um, it's just uh, something that we as people need to continue to do. I, I think when we think about people um, trying to um, develop themselves, develop businesses, and, and getting it out there for our culture, for our communities, that's always been something that we have always strived to um, bring an awareness is uh, bringing the finances, bringing the economy back into our communities. And I think it's going to be a, a long, hard road, but it's not an impossible road. And so um, there's, so much, there's so much that can be shared on that, but, you know, that's, that's, that's my two cents about it, though. You know, whether you're, whether you're an innovative company or you know whether whatever it is, I, I I even look at the cabinet now that's being chosen. They're they're all white men. There's no diversity at all, and we understand that you know this world is crazy. You know, um, but, but mm-hmm. the things that we say we, we have to we, we have to run with what we know. You know, and, and and like I said, we understand that the, the world's crazy, and which these brands, all brands, we we must thrive and know how to get. Results. That's the main thing. We need. We need to know how to get results. Whether we need to mm-hmm. calib- calibrate our brands, uh, we need to mm-hmm. clarify the message that we're trying to bring across the board to the world. Mhm. 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 Well, thank you. That that makes that that. You're getting to the heart of the matter as we're starting to open this thing up. Um, uh, there's somebody else in Southern California that may just be listening. I don't know if you'd like to speak also. Do we have another caller that'd like to say something? Okay, well, this floor is this floor is open. Here's something that I'd like to say, and, 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 and I'd like to hear about, again from you, Roslyn and Dr. Kwaku. Uh, I'm going to tell you just a small little bit of my experience. And when I uh, talk about branding and about us, Working as a community, I'm going to use some examples. Now, without, uh, because nobody's at fault or doing anything, but these are the things I've come across as 
I've made my transition into my next career. You know, I I I started the Jeffrey's after I I worked in the courthouse for nearly twenty twenty years uh, down the hall from our uh, senator uh, uh, Kamala Harris, who had Barbara Boxer's seat. Before that, she was uh, uh, the attorney general for the state of California. Before that, she was the district attorney in San Francisco. Before that, she was deputy district attorney in Alameda County under Tom Orloff, and and uh, who was the district attorney then. At that time, I was working in Alameda County, and we were working out of the same facility. We used to have a lot of interesting talks in the morning, catching the elevator up to go to our prospective offices. and. I like the path that uh, that she's taking right now, and and we need some people. Even though these government uh, agencies have have a manifest that's already in place, but we do need people in high places to advocate for us. And she's somebody that certainly uh, has 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 shown an ability to take a stand. Uh, there was a gentleman who killed a police officer in San Francisco, and she refused to pursue the death penalty. And you have to look at that case to find out exactly what the reasoning was for that. But it really, well, when you do the research for yourself, you'll find out that it makes a lot of sense, the reasons that she had for that, you know. Um, but without getting into her and into that, those specifics to stay in our course, what I'd like to say is when I left the courthouse, I, I, I used the education that I got there and the things that I learned within that judicial system to start an organization called the Jeffrey's Peace Project that helps men and women formerly incarcerated find jobs and houses. I also started Kugamaw Publishing One Media Network, which is a book, which is a, a, a an LLC that uh, that uh, publishes, which I haven't published a book yet. Uh, the template that I want to publish is more something that has to deal with prison reform and such. There's a media company that uh, I'm, I'm working on some things. Uh, I started a, a documentary film with. But the point that I'm making is how my question for myself was, okay, now with limited funds, how do I go about pushing these? And the reason why I wanted to start these two particular organizations is because instead of going back to work for another organization, we had countywide layoffs. It wasn't my plan to take an early retirement. But instead of, instead of working again under an hourglass where the rug could be snatched out from under me at who knows what time, I decided this time to go independent, but to go independent with community enhancement, with, 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 with the liberation of my people being my main objective. And as I've been going forward with that, these are some of the obstacles I've come in touch with. The very first one coming out of the box is how do you get funding? You know, uh, the banks, especially when you're without a job, the banks aren't going to lend you money without any liquid assets or anything. Of course, now, for me, um, it, it helps to have uh, a nice tight circle of friends and family, even though they can only do so much when it comes to investing in a brand that you're trying to push forward. But what I did find out and I discovered is in this day and age, it's the perfect time to go into business for yourself. And there, and there are things in place in terms of being a nonprofit organization where you can get um, city, county, federal, or privatized funds 
But the thing that I found out to actually enhance what you're doing is to look and search for other organizations that are like-minded. We get so busy trying to build our own personal things. At the end of the day, I still got to pay my bill like everybody else, just like you guys do. You still have to pay your bill. So without sounding selfish, you still want to find something that's going to sustain you. And I started doing some PI work uh, because, I, you know, I knew how to do research systematically, you know, in terms of municipal stuff. And so a lot of the uh, attorneys I built relationships with, uh, when I was working for the courts, uh, I used that as a, as a selling point to tell them I can get their work done faster because of my connections with the courts. So they, some of them took chances on me. I still do some work independently uh, with, 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 with civil, small claims, records expungements, everything I learned behind the counter at the courthouse I now do independently. But how do I move these other brands forward? And so what I discovered was, First, you have to do your research, and the research that I did took me to a place where I found out that these corporations that are making money off of us, where we spend all of our money, they, they're not happy enough making billions of dollars. They want tax breaks too. So to get those tax breaks, they have to do things and help us in our community. And so the money is there for us to – but we have to start – partnering up together because they shy away from giving dollars, even though they're philanthropic dollars they can write off, but they shy away from giving them to to single-flying black organizations because the stereotype is that the minute they write a check for us, we'll take off with the money. You know, there's always that possibility that we'll take off with the money. When you partner up with other organizations, You'll still get the, the the amount of money you want. A lot of times, you'll get even more if they see you're holding hands with other parts of the community. And long as it has to do with education and health and wellness and things that are community building, they're willing to do that. But the organizations, a lot of them that I've run come in touch with, still can't wrap their mind around that. I've run into a lot of organizations that are doing things in sports that are doing things in education, that are doing things in a plethora of things that target the ills that are going on in our communities. But when it comes time for us to get together and try and do things together, they're like, well, I already got my thing over here. I don't need, I don't need anybody. I'm good. I'm, you know. And, and, but then those very same people call me to ask me to help them with things uh, because they know my heart and they know the type of person I am, I want to see them thrive. I, I, my community thrives and them thriving. But I don't have services and time to volunteer specifically for you without you doing something for me in return. And we're capable of exchanging stuff together back and forth. Whether you have a tennis program or a basketball program, there are charter schools out there that are looking for exercise curriculums to bring into their charter schools. So they're looking for us to come in and offer tennis. In between all of the computer stuff they do, by law, they still 
have to take a lunch break. Kids have to have lunch. They have to have recreation for them to really flourish. They need to exercise, step away from your classroom a little bit. We call it gym in the public sector. But the reason why I'm pounding on all of this stuff is because there are people out there that are listening that uh, that are listening to our show that are friends of mine, that are people that I, uh, uh, by chance, come into contact with and all these different travels working in the community. That and, and some of them, I think some of this information m- might open them up to receive a little bit more than what they're allowing themselves to receive. They're, they're flying singularly, and in doing that, at the end of the day, they still run into obstacles, and they turn around and they come back and they say, hey, I know you know this. I just need to borrow you for a second to do this and do that. And my thing is, and I've helped some organizations that have gotten their brand started ahead of mine, and I have no regrets about that. But going into this year, I'm, I'm pushing my brand, but I'm pushing it along with other like-minded organizations that really understand the fact that we can do things together. Now, when I look at T25CL, they're doing a whole lot in the community just through this movie. The opportunities to get our stories out, to live stream our stuff, Berkeley Access Channel, I've gone, in all, I've gone all in with T25 because I believe in everything that they're doing. And I can see how this uh, – uh, this this entertainment uh, entity is also a conduit to get our voices out because there's so many different aspects of what T25 can do. When you talk about social media, you're talking about being an independent voice, getting a message out there, not selling out to corporate sponsorships and things, and that's why I see T25 going, and that's why I, I also see it as a bit of a grind because when you when you step outside the box, you run into more challenges, you run into more doors being closed in front of you. But we have a group of eclectic people and mindsets here that can do some great things. And so, um, for instance, I can see getting, from a nonprofit standpoint, I can see getting philanthropic funds to grow my organization and using some of those funds to, in a memorandum of understanding with T25 because I need a forum to get my information out there, and T25 is an information highway. So that's one of the ways that I'm trying to get across in terms of build your brand by using other brands, and that's what Black Wall Street is. Black Wall Street wasn't a bunch of companies that all stood alone and they happened to be neighbors. They were all under one umbrella, one chamber of commerce. They relied on each other. When I go out to buy some clothes, I'm not going to skip off of Black Wall Street, Taylor's, uh, uh, Joe's Taylor Shop, and go to Macy's to get my clothes and then come back to Wall Street. I'm not going to go to McDonald's to get my food and then come back and skip over my sister who who cooks some wonderful cuisine not right next to me, we got to start utilizing each other. Even even at our our poorest moments when we have no funds, we have to realize that 
each thing that we do individually is an individual project, but we have to rely on each other to help us push our projects. And we can do that when we, when we chain and link our arms together and realize that the people that are next to me, it's not about the money you have. We have to start sacrificing. You're already sacrificing. You're working for nothing trying to build your brand. So if, it, if, if climbing a fence means you've got to climb it all on your own or if somebody's standing there, you know how you used to cup your hands together and somebody step in your hand to climb up on a fence, take a step up? If there's a group of us there that can help bootstrap each other up, why do we seem to have a problem uh, understanding this, understanding this. Why do we have a problem understanding this? So, Dr. Kwaku, are you still there? Yes, of course, brother. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I what think do, it goes back. about that concept, Dr. Kwaku? I think it, it goes back to, I'm, I'm, I don't know whether you're familiar with uh, Dr. Amos Wilson, and he's wrote a number of books on, uh, you know, he, mm-hmm. one, he, where he makes a statement and says, we as black people, we've got to be crazy. He said, because you have mm-hmm. to be crazy to continue to participate in your own demise by supporting somebody else's system. And that's what mm-hmm. we're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, we have, yeah. to, we have to have to change that. That dynamic has to switch because if it don't, we will be forever. You know, our people that have mm-hmm. come here, we have fought for this country. We have even killed other people. Other minorities are fighting for this country, and still we are not allowed any legitimacy as a people. Mm-hmm. So the, the real deal mm-hmm. is here. Is here. We have to stop. And I know that people say, well, this is our country. We, we worked and built this country. You may have, but you have no control in it. And so until we're able to get some control in it, we're still slaves. We may be working slaves, but we're slaves. You know, we mm-hmm. have to be able to define and determine our own economic status. We have to define mm-hmm. our own education system. We have to control our culture. We can't be running around trying to look like somebody else or talk like somebody else or act like somebody else just so we can be accepted by them. And that's what we have been reduced to. And, uh, you know, I think Anthony Browder wrote it in the, in the, in the Browder Files uh, book. He said, mm-hmm. he who controls the culture controls the people. They control the culture, they control the education, they control the job, they control the health, they control everything that we And the printed paper, that printed paper, that dollar. Yes, they they control everything. So until we establish and build our own, this is where we'll be. We'll be 100 years from today, black people will still be running around here marching and and picketing and and voting and still getting no, no, no positive results. You know, I was mm-hmm. really proud mm-hmm. of, of, of what happened up at the Dakota lands where the people stood strong up there, even though I don't know if they're going to win because as soon as Trump get in there, you know, uh, he's probably going to mm-hmm. order them to go ahead and, and build that line. But at least they stood firm out there and be freezing below zero weather, sleeping in tents. Until we're willing to make that kind of sacrifice, most of us don't even want to miss a meal to fight for the cause. So until mm-hmm. we are ready to make that kind of a sacrifice, we will be having these discussions, intellectualizing why we are doing things a certain way. You know, we have to change. Mm-hmm. And the only way mm-hmm. you change 
is if you have new information. The only mm-hmm. way to change mm-hmm. is to have new information. You can't continue to regurgitate the same European information and then somehow find yourself with an African mindset. It just is not going yeah. to happen. So that's yeah. where it is, man. We, You know, and you were talking about working together. Well, you know, we still have to step out there individually. I don't think Nat Turner mm-hmm. only had about seven or eight people with him when he led the revolution. Everybody mm-hmm. didn't agree with mm-hmm. Nat Turner. There are black people today still doesn't agree with didn't agree with Nat Turner. But the reality yeah. was he saw his calling. He said, My calling is to get up and do something about this. Mm-hmm. And that's what mm-hmm. we have to do. Even in the face yeah. Of, of of our friends and our associates and the people that we work with turning against us, we have to get up and, and, and identify where we on our way to. Where am I on my way to at Kwaku? Where is mm-hmm. Corey on his way to? It ain't got nothing to do with where the rest of the world is on their way to. Because the one thing about the creator, he created us all with a brain. We all have the same size brain. We have the same capabilities. But what has happened with us is European teaching, European culture, European domination have stole our ability to be ourselves right out of our head. And so mm-hmm. until we get back to that, until we get back to that, you know, we will forever be spinning our wheels. We're like a dog chasing his tail. You know, you can chase your tail all day, but you're not going anywhere. And so, for, you know, we have to get up. Every one of each one of us have to get up with a mind. We have to already have defined. You have to define who you are. You can't let nobody mm-hmm. else name you, teach you, educate you, uh, and then all of a sudden you have a brain, you have a mind of your own. That's what cognitive dissonance is about. It's about the inability to have a conscious, independent thought that does not, you know, confine, conform to to the uh, the the uh, European culture and European slave masters. Yeah. So that yeah, we, we would we would we would rather we would rather we would rather uh, uh, submit to something that's that that sounds non disruptive, even though it's not yeah. even though there's no truth in it, than to, than no to face the truth and, and make a change. We'd rather the we'd truth. rather live on our knees spiritually. Yeah, we'd yeah. rather live on yeah. our knees than than stand up and die. You know what I mean? That's right. That's right, because, you know, the, the reality of it is is that we have to get up and fight. And what I mean by that, I mean spiritually, physically, psychologically, our, the, the essence of who we are has to be established. The essence of mm-hmm. who we are has to be established. I am a black man from Africa. My ancestors come from Africa. That's who I am. But I am in a European consciousness. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm yeah, walking around, yeah. and we and we walking around, and we talking about I'm African American, I'm part of this, I'm part of that. Uh, we all all God's children. Well, that may well be so, but the reality of it is that these people own and control us. Not physically, yeah. it changed the way they did in slavery, but we are chained to a system that is dysfunctional, that's unjust, that is illegal, that these people are guilty of murder thievery, lying, and this is what they do. This is what the United States of America is founded on. Robbery, thievery, lying, killing, 
murder, rape, and, and even the constitutions. You have to look at all the people that was participated in writing this stuff. They own slaves. They beat slaves. They rape slaves. Hey, I, I, I heard the original Star Spangled Banner, man, and that thing. I, I can, I'm surprised Kaepernick ain't on both knees and the rest of us on it. You heard the guy who wrote that thing and what the yeah. thing talked about was, was what 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 was the lash of the slave, which was originally written in there, you know, uh, 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 you know. There's some things that were written in that thing about, uh, you know, whipping slaves and all this other stuff, and they took some of those verses out, and we sing and we sing that like it's a Christmas carol. I mean, basically, you know, the bombs exactly. bursting in air and all these other things make it sound like it's a wonderful experience. Unless well, those bombs, bombs are blowing up over you. The bombs you. are still busting in air in the African community. There's a thing that come up, and I, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it. Did you see this new thing that they're trying to implement in, in, in Oakland and in San Francisco? Where people who they find sleeping in doorways are homeless. Oh yeah, they're going to yeah. find them thirteen hundred dollars. What? You see, we have to be able to conceptualize where these they people had thirteen hundred dollars. They wouldn't be sleeping in the doorway. They wouldn't be sleeping in the doorway in the first place. So what I'm saying to you is, the system is corrupt. It's a, it's unjust system. It's an illegal system. They don't even belong here. They're talking about somebody else not coming here. The real immigrant is is them. The yeah. Moors were here. Yeah. The natives are here. You know, the real immigrant is them. They this, come they're, they're, so they far, they're so far removed, people don't even believe they even existed back then, Moors and stuff exactly. like that. That's so far that's so far behind in the history that and and, and, and we've we've sold we've sold ourselves to all we, this law and order stuff within within our religions and stuff that we don't want to stir nothing up. We, you know, and it's not even about stirring anything up. It's just about at it's least about speaking, at home. It's about speaking don't, the don't, truth. don't pass that baton to your kids at home. So yeah. when you're gone, they, they'll face the same things that we, this cycle that just won't stop. You know, I, I watched Claudine and the spook that sat by the door. They call them black exploitation movies. That movie, the spook that sat by the door, you know, acting was different back then. We understand that. But it's the message that was in that movie. Have you seen that movie, Dr. K, The Spook That Sat By The Door? It's, it's been so long ago, I hardly uh, remember. Oh, that movie is that movie. They're talking about the same things that's going, you know, we're, we're, we're living in the same, the same stuff's happening. Claude, Claudine. The whole Section 8 thing. Claudine was about Section 8 and about a single black man dating a woman, a single woman that has five or six kids, and and, and if he moves in the house and buys her a gift, then they're going to take some of her Section 8 away. You know, he can't come stay there. If he, if they if they hook up and they were totally in love, if they hook up, they take her completely off Section 8. Now, a single man's going to go, I don't know if I want to marry a lady. I'm single with no kids, and I'll marry a lady who got six kids. I don't know if I'm ready for that on a garbage man's salary, you know. Yeah. And, and 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 that system was designed. You can have as many babies as you want. You just can't have no black man in that house, you know. Even yeah. if he's unemployed, he can't live in that house, you know. Yeah. And all of those systematic things that separated us then are still separating us 
now, but nobody wants to talk about it because there's no racism now, right? We got a black president. What, what, why are we complaining? We yeah. got a black well, president, well, so there well, must well, be no more racism. You well, know, you know, if they want to continue to promote that that philosophy that there's no racism, well, in their mind there isn't. When you're in charge, the only racism exists is the racism you exhibit on other people. So, from mm-hmm. your perspective, and see, that's what you got to look at. From their perspective, there is no racism. It's just a bunch of low class mm-hmm. people complaining about their condition. The racism, mm-hmm. you can't be a racist when you don't have power to infringe on somebody else's rights. Mm-hmm. What can you mm-hmm. what can you take away from mm-hmm. white people? Nothing, because mm-hmm. you don't have any control of nothing. And so I'm, tell- yeah, I'm telling you it's against the law to lay down. You got to get up. And I'm the one yeah. standing there with my foot on your neck. Yeah. yeah. You know, we had better, we had got to come to grips with the fact that they're only out in this situation is that we have to totally reject, totally reject the whole process by which we are now living under. Because as long as we are continuing to try to fit into that, that means that we are raising our kids, our grandkids, and our other offspring that are coming after us. We're setting a pattern of behavior that they're going to take into the future hundreds of years. You know, so the buck has to stop here. You know, we yeah. can no longer yeah. sit around and complain about what these people do around the world, the injustice they do around the world and everywhere. When we are yeah. setting up here, we are partner in that stuff. We are partner mm-hmm. when we pick up a gun and go fight and kill other people in other countries who are fighting for their land. So, mm-hmm. And then we have mm-hmm. the audacity to sit up here and cry about the way we're being treated. I, I feel like my mm-hmm. like that. They ought to treat you that way because if you act like nothing, people will treat you like nothing. You know, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. it's time for us to say, you know, no mas, no more. We're not going to do this. Yeah. You know, I in my mindset, when I wake up every day, when I'm reading, when I'm thinking, when I'm praying, when I'm meditating, when I'm reading the scriptures, when I'm reading history, my mindset is all about, you know, how, what do we do next? To, to to gain control of our existence. Right now, yeah. they have control of our existence. You know, mm-hmm. and, 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 and they will always maintain that control until we reject their process. Once we reject this yeah. capitalism, once we reject this so-called American culture, then we will have, we will start to build on something. We don't have anything. You yeah. can't build... It's, you can't build a solid foundation on 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 weak ground. You can't yeah, build. Yeah. You build can't a house build on a, quicksand. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Build, that's right. For us to try to build our culture within the framework of European culture is like building your house on quicksand. And so yeah. wow. we we had better way until and we have to keep preaching that. We have to keep talking mm-hmm. at you know, on T two five still at Family Solutions at, at Jeffrey's Peace Project and and Roz's name uh, thing. We have to continue to come together and that's what we're doing here. We're coming together working as a group. Sure, we try to promote our different philosophies around what we what we want to contribute to, but the overall Sure, because it's because we have to hit them from every angle and every angle is pertinent. You know, right. the, the, but we, have, we have to realize the value of doing it together, though, too. 
Yeah, but the overall objective is for, for us to be free, for us to be self-determining, for us mm-hmm. to be have control. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't mm-hmm. have no – people always talk about the black community or this or that. You don't have no community. You live in a yeah. house somewhere, you work for somebody else, and and your children more than likely – don't even have any respect for you anymore because they are seeing they're eating, the they're eating somebody else's food at school. You don't even know what's going into yeah. their stomach. Yeah, they see in the world yeah. for what it is, and we're seeing the world for what we would like it to be. We would like it mm-hmm. to be just and 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 we would like the police not to shoot our children down or shoot black men and women down and and, and abuse and disrespect us. Our kids are watching us allow this stuff to happen. You know, yeah. I remember yeah. when when yeah. I was a kid, your father was Superman. It wasn't Batman yeah. and the stuff mm-hmm. on TV. You understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. Our kids oh, now yeah. are looking, they're looking for owls and, and rappers, basketball players, and this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, owls mm-hmm. can be the person who lays the framework for you to grow up and be a healthy individual. And you can't be yeah. healthy if you don't have a foundation. If you if your health is 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 based on European uh, psychology, you know it's just That's like a, a brother, a brother Umar John say, we are African people with a European brain. Because and, and until we turn that around, unless until we turn that around, we're going to be spinning our wheels. We're going to be losing our children, our homes. That we we are not going to even. Uh, there's no that's con- that's con- that's controlled insanity. An African person of a European it's, it's brain. Insanity. It's insanity, and we know that they're insane. Yeah. Uh, look at Donald Trump. There was this psychologist that was on TV a few weeks, a number of weeks ago now, and he said he could look into the DSM, which is the you know the behavioral mental health diagnostic mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And Donald Trump suffers from at least eight or ten of those diseases. But yet he's controlled because he has the money and because they the Europeans control everything. We don't mm-hmm. control anything. And and yeah. and, and I yeah. agree with Brother Amos Wilson. We have got to be crazy to continue to participate in your own device. You ever hear people talking about people voting against their own best interests? Well, we do it every <laughs> yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, this whole voting thing is a sham. Clinton and I voted this dude three, four million people, and that's a whole other talk show. But speaking yeah. of controlling, I'm trying, let, let, let's see if we can control this board a little bit. I'm just, I'm just going to okay. check a little bit to see who's out here, Dr. K, because I know you're not watching, you don't have the board in front of you. But, um, All right, man, go, who, go ahead. Who's I'm, out I'm, there? I want to get Certainly. Who, who's out there that would like to say something? I got the board opened up. Anybody want to say anything? Hotel. Hotel. Hey, hey, how are, how are Hotel, you? Hotel, brother. This, What's up, man? What's up, my good doctor? How you doing, my brother? Oh, man, I, I'm doing great. Life is, uh, you know, it, it's great. It's wonderful. I mean, you know, uh, I, I had a I had a lady that, that that partially raised me when I was a young man growing up. I didn't have a, a study home, and I, she used to get up in the morning and she used to be singing this old gospel. I'm so glad I woke up in my right mind. Well, when I woke up, mm-hmm. I realized that I'm no longer confined to the European thinking. I'm in my right mind, mm-hmm. 
and you know, mm-hmm. and, and most of and most of our people would be against us because they're saying that we're living in a in a, in a world that doesn't exist. It doesn't exist because we're not willing to work for it. Nobody is going to give. Nobody can give you freedom. You demand freedom. Nobody can nobody. give you respect. You you live your life in such a way so you demand respect. And see, until we get back to those things, then we are not a people. We are a uh, a, a disease waiting to happen. You know, mm-hmm. sheep 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 waiting to be slaughtered. Basically, that's right. That's what we yeah. are. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, but hey, hey everybody, hey, Andre, what's up, man? Oh, brother, I, I agree with you 100%. And the thing of it is, you know, you, you started out the show in your opening statements, you talked about slavery, you know, when we didn't have the option to say no. And so mm-hmm. we did that thing for 310 years, and now we're about 160 years post-slavery, but we're in a voluntary slavery right now. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. And, and which, uh, which I think, is, which I think, in a lot of ways, is worse than the other thing, because yes, if, you, if, you, if you go back to if you go back to the time when they freed the slaves, a so-called freed the slaves, those people were really fighting to be independent. That's what brought up the Rosewoods. That's what brought up the Black Wall Street. That's what brought up the thing down mm-hmm. in in, uh, in Oklahoma. Because people, mm-hmm. yeah, people wanted their own businesses. They were. Bothering, they were dealing with each other, trading with each other, and and somehow mm-hmm. we uh, we became indoctrinated with their. Edu- I think we were better off before they started uh, educating us, because once we got into their school systems and become educated according to their standards, somewhere in that vein, we lost contact with who we were and what we were fighting for. Now we want yep. to be a part of the American dream instead of being. Standing on our own and being our own, uh, you know, being our own people. You know, we 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 are constantly, constantly in a tug of war, trying to fit in, and that yeah between between black men and black women, our our heroes became GI Joe and Barbie and He Man and all of those action figures that don't even resemble us. You know, right? Yeah, we we've just become so uh, inundated. With with European European processes, until we run around talking about we Americans, and people get mad at me when I say I tell them I'm not an American. They say, well, "Wait a minute, what? Are you declaring you 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 don't want your citizenship?" I say, "It has nothing to do with that. Being an American would mean to me that you was equal in every aspect of this year mm-hmm. so-called Americanism. Mm-hmm. Well, it's clear that we are not." It's clear that they can murder us when they get ready. It's clear that they can lock us up in jail. It's clear that uh, you know we we're still in a in a, a a slavery state. You know when you have senators up there. I was looking reading this your thing article today where the senators said they were getting a hundred and seventy four thousand dollar year salary and they only work about six months out of the year. A hundred and seventy four thousand. It's not a whole lot of money, but it's a whole lot more than $15 an hour, right? The senators were saying yeah. that they were having a difficult time making an all Living of But in so the they same breath, yeah, in the same breath, they turn around and vote against people making $15 an hour. Now, right there, 
If minimum you, wage. If you in your mind, if you in your right mind, it would tell you this guy must be insane. But you also insane because if you accept it, if you look at that and see that as just somebody can't live off of two hundred thousand dollars a year, but they tell you if you make it fifteen dollars now, well you're not working long enough hours. Maybe you need to get another job and work two jobs. But at the same token, you know, you can't have anything called family. Because if you have family, how are you gonna be there to direct, guide, teach and educate? Because the real education comes from home. You educate your children before they go out the door. If somebody else educate them, you're going to lose them. You know, our, our grandmother, my grandmother used to tell her, you go up at that school, you do what they tell you, but when you come back here, there's certain stuff that ain't jumping off in you. You know, it's not mm-hmm. happening. And they weren't educated. Mm-hmm. They were educated in their culture from whence they came. So they knew mm-hmm. what was important. They knew that we needed a foundation, and they knew that, uh, all right, well, maybe my child will be able to get a job if they go out there and get educated. But they didn't intend for you to sell your whole soul and your whole brain uh, uh, to to the system. And that's what we've done. We've given our whole being over to what we really call survival. We want to work. We want to live in a nice neighborhood. We want to drive the big yeah. car. We want our kids to wear $100, $200 sneakers from joining them. You understand, all of this stuff, is superficial. A guy told me one day, he said, America is not real. This is a figmentation of your imagination because there's no way in the confines of your thinking that you can look at that and say that it has substance, that it adds anything to your character, that it adds anything to the growth and development of your people, of your children. There's no way you can look at that and say that because you can walk down the street in any city in America where our people live at, and you'll see our people, the most of them, are struggling. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. 100 and, what, 160 years, 100 and so years after so-called chattel slavery? You know, yeah. so yeah. right that lets us know. Right, This tells us that if you had the advantage, and I think it would have been you know, in a lot of ways, it would have been good for people to have experienced the 40s and the 50s because that was at the mm-hmm. edge when black folks were still sharecropping. They were still migrating mm-hmm. out of the South. But they had determination that they were going to mm-hmm. rise above that. Somehow during the 60s revolution, the 70s, and the 80s, and the crack and the drugs and all this stuff, and, and, and being indoctrinated with this so-called American dream, we, we, we've lost touch with where we are on a, where our people intended for us to go. Mm-hmm. You know, now we mm-hmm. we want to live somewhere where they don't want us. We want to go to school yeah. somewhere and yeah. mix with somebody else that they don't even want to sit next to you. You know, yeah. and you you can't even go in there and ask the question uh, about who you are as a human being. Why am I not in the curriculum in this this school, this university, this because if you yeah, ask that, you're being, dis- you're being disruptive. If you start you're being disruptive kind of and disrespectful. So, you know, it's yeah. time for us to, you know, that's why. To be to be disruptive Chirac. and disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, you remember the movie Chirac? Yep. You saw that, and at the end of it, when mm-hmm. they were talking about what, what needs to take place, 
mental health centers on every corner, replace the liquor stores and the churches, because we got mm-hmm. to get our mind back. We mm-hmm. got to have legitimate therapists, wise men, counselors, spiritual leaders to replace, to go in there and do a lobotomy on our uh, intellectual being and, mm-hmm. and get us back mm-hmm. to who we were. You know, that we are not Europeans. We are never going to be mm-hmm. Europeans. And if you turn mm-hmm. white as snow, they're going to find a reason to still make you a second-class citizen. Because they're greedy. They're, they're greedy. Yeah. They're liars. They're murderers. They're rapists. And they still do it. They still do it today. And the only way that our people can, can make it in connection with operating with them is we have to participate in our garbage. If we refuse to yeah. do that, hey. they, don't, they don't let us mm-hmm. up in that corporate atmosphere until we sell out totally. I mean, you yeah. look at the people. Yeah. Look at Ben Carson. Look at Condoleezza Rice. Look at these people. And, and, and you know that these people are highly educated according to European mm-hmm. systems. Why are mm-hmm. they so ignorant when it comes to what we need to do as a people? Why does everything uh, hinder on us being good Americans? Why can't we be good yeah. African people? Uh, building, mm-hmm. you know, educating ourselves, working for ourselves, creating for ourselves. Let's not forget, a lot of these things that they have in America, black folks created. You understand what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, man, so much, so, yeah. so many things. It's, yeah. it's almost mystical. There's, there's, there's yeah. so but, many but, things but, up there. But, but, but the thing that's there is we don't get any credit for it. They get credit yeah. for it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so yeah. it's time. It's time for us to get up in the morning and say our prayers and pray for strength. The thing that I always pray for is strength and 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 and, and that that I'm able to, you know, to carry out my own thoughts. Not have them yeah. be influenced or uh or have yeah. my mindset determined because I gotta make this dollar today. I gotta I gotta pay this. Yeah. Because if you get caught yeah. up in that and I'm not saying that you don't need to eat, you don't need to pay your rent, you don't need to pay your life bill. I'm saying, but when that becomes the focal point of your entire life, you'll find that you, at some point, that you have no life. You'll find yourself yeah. getting to be a, a, a senior citizen, and you'll be asking yourself the question, what have I accomplished on this planet? And, you know, And, and you got to wait until you're 70 to get the money you put in to be a senior citizen. Can't collect and, it too and, early. And, and, and look, but they, try to take, they try to take that. They try to take people's social security. Say it, it's a gift. Yeah. When they take it yeah. out of your, your paycheck. That's your own money. That's your right. own money. And that shows you, that shows you their money. thinking. Their thinking. The thinking is to keep us and all of us, not just African people, but everybody that they utilize, the Mexicans, the Arabs, the you know, what, yeah, whoever you are, yeah, wherever you go, yeah, the, the yeah, objective is yeah. to keep us all marginalized to a point yeah. where we don't have yeah. our, you know. Yeah. Hey, Dr. Quinko, I want to ask Roslyn something real quick, because I think Roslyn is still here. Are you still here, Roslyn? Hello, Roslyn? Okay, I think she's gone. I wanted to ask her about, the, uh, I think she had a show last week, Five Tempting Men, and, uh, you know, it's a T25 thing, and I wanted to make sure that we said something about that in the midst of what we're doing here as as, as you guys are listening to 
Galaxy Talk Radio. This is Soul Vibrations brought to you by T25CL Entertainment. You can go to our website, www.T25CL. Learn about uh, the movie United We Stand and all that it encompasses in the black community educationally uh, and and also in terms of uh, uh, enlightenment, education, health and wellness, women's rights. Monday, Lorenzo Elvis Murphy, Comp in Politics. Tuesday, Straight Talk, The Higher Brush, Barbara McGee. Wednesday, Rothman's Corner, Rothman Jordan Mills. Thursday, CJ and Dr. K, that's Soul Vibrations. Friday, Sandra Keys, The Keys to the Kingdom. Um, is the Galaxy Chief still on? Galaxy Chief is still in the house. Okay, yeah, I was yeah. I, I was trying to catch trying to catch up to Rosin just to see how five tempting men went. She had a show last week, uh, I believe it was last week, and uh, but it seems like she's gone now. So we'll catch her, we'll catch her on the next one. But um, sure, Doctor Koiku, you can tell he's he's passionate and knowledgeable about the exact thing that we're talking about here. And what we're talking about is is the black pathology. The, the, where our minds are right now, in spite of all the changes that constantly occur around us in government, in municipalities, in uh, church, in entertainment, in sports, uh, in everything that we do when we leave our house. How are we renewing our mind? It says it in the Bible to renew your mind every day. You know, we have things that we're going to talk about when it comes to the Bible. Uh, that'll be another talk show. But, um, we're 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 coming close to the end of the show here, but but, but uh, just wanted to just wanted to reach out if there's anybody out there that's uh, listening or that's on the line here that would like to uh, say something. You can take a minute or two. Um, anybody? Okie dokie. Well, um, uh, is there something that you'd like to say too, Andre, in regards to any of this stuff? Do you know anything about uh, how how the uh, the show went from last week with Five Tempting Men? Well, I heard it went very well, and um, okay. I clipped on it. But I'd love for Rosalind to have elaborated on herself, so she could have because she was there, I wasn't there. And uh, but I heard it was very well in our theater there in uh, San Pedro, the space, and so they had a nice little crowd there, and we want to do. Mm-hmm. more events there at the theater because, you know, we got our own little place that we got access to down there. So we want to do more stuff there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, but, you know, it, I just want to just say something, too, about the, the, the Black Wall Street situation mm-hmm. that you were talking to earlier. You know, we had the mm-hmm. Black Wall Street in New York. In Harlem, they had it in uh, Oklahoma. Tulsa, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, and, Pennsylvania. And even Oakland had a small rendition of it down here on 7th Street. Down around 7th Street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, where, where black folks used to go and eat and go to the clubs and stuff on Friday and Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very peaceful way. And, you know, no shootings or anything like that. And they, you know, mm-hmm. and, and where they had unity. And just like mm-hmm. where uh, we stand, 
if we had united we stand during the Harlem Renaissance or during the Black Wall Street in Oklahoma or back there in those days, everybody would have supported it. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. would have seen it. No problem. It it, it would have been at, at the top of the charts. And mm-hmm. now days we have to twist our people's arms and, and persuade them. And then they'll tell you, hey, hey, ain't got no money. Got to see it for free and, and all this mess. And, and, and earlier on these shows, I used to always say, let's reach out for everybody to support with $10 with some good in, in the form of music or some of our film service. And now all I'm asking mm-hmm. people to do is support T25CL with $5.95. Five nine five, and go ahead and rent our film United We Stand. You can look at it as much as you want in forty eight hours. It's real easy mm-hmm. to get. Just go to our website, click on the poster, or click on the movies link, and, and to the drop down where it says United We Stand, and it'll take you right to it. Uh, there's a treatment sheet there. There's a, uh, a trailer there. Check them out. So you'll know what it's all about before you get into the film and pay your $5.95. And and by doing that, your contribution with this thing, uh, once we finish getting all of our bills paid and all that stuff, you know, some of the net proceeds are going to go towards some of these projects that are over there in Africa. I'm dealing with the ambassadors in these seven nations. And we want to assist them as well. We want to keep our artists strong. We want to keep our company strong. And we want to be able to employ people right here. We want to set up our own studios and employ people. But we can do it with the unity of our people, but also uh, reaching out across the line. We want uh, uh, the Europeans and the whites to Support. We want the Asians to support. We want the Mexicans to support our our, our business as well. But we also want the ability to raise capital so that we can do things that you mentioned in your opening soliloquy about how we can uh, collaborate the efforts with other nonprofit organizations, even profit-making organizations. And we we don't have our people don't have to go out and and beg. You know, for crumbs, we should be able to do it our, ourselves. But it all starts mm-hmm. with everybody that's listening to this broadcast and who's going to be listening to the replays all over the world. Hey, I'll sacrifice $5.95 to see what they've done. I'll tell everybody in my church or my mosque or my Masonic lodge or, or whatever, whatever organization my mm-hmm. neighbor my mama, my daddy, my brothers, my sisters, my girlfriends, boyfriends, whatever the situation is, check out United We Stand. See what T25CL is doing. And we want to do it again. Our artists are itching to get back up on that stage to do United We Stand too. Corey, you and I talked about it yesterday, about mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. the other causes that we can get into. It doesn't have to all be about Africa. It it could be about home right here in in this country to help our people that are in poverty. 
and and but we use our music and our great musicians as the platform. And everybody that has seen the movie has said that <clears throat> this is the greatest concert that they've ever seen. But we know that our people are attracted to entertainment, attracted to sport, and so we use the platform of entertainment. It, it brings people in, and then also, guess what? With the entertainment, we've got a message, too, that we want you to adhere to. And so we combine the two. It's a culmination that we've collaborated together, and we call it edutainment. As the lady that we talked mm-hmm. to said, uh, she really liked that, that phraseology, and she liked the intent uh, of where mm-hmm. we're so we're looking to do something here in February, Black History Month. And so this year, we'll be sponsoring our own Black History event. And so we have the platform to do it. And so let's use it and let's get our people to come together, support Black business so that we can support Black people. And so we can put our mouth where our money is, where our money, where our mouths are, and our intents are, and because and, we're going to do it, because we've been doing it so far. And so yeah, support our endeavors, support our shows, listen to our music shows, download the CDs, rent a film, and, and listen to our talk show. Mm-hmm. I'm out. Okay. Okay, my man. Well, thank you so much. Andre, we always appreciate hearing from you. Andre Ward, who is the Galaxy Chief, he's the CEO and founder of this wonderful organization we call Towards 25th Century Living Entertainment. And uh, uh, to find out about us, again, go to our website, www.t25cl.com. All your information, all your contacts, everything there. You can, of course, contact me at the Jefferson Peace Project, 510-691-7090, or Corey's Good News at gmail.com. Corey's is spelled C-O-R-Y with a Z as in zebra. Corey's Good News at gmail.com, spelled the regular way, goodnews at gmail.com. Dr. Kwaku, how will we reach you? Ah, yes, you can uh, reach me by going to my website at www.noangernoviolence.org or you can reach me at 707-631-0276 at Family Solutions, Inc. And uh, my email, if you want to email me, it's ninanakweku, that's N-I-N-A-N-A-K-W-E-K-U at comcast.net. I can be reached there anytime if anybody's interested in starting a study group, uh, you know, so that we can get our mind back. Uh, mm-hmm. By all means, contact me. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And uh, mm-hmm. thank you guys for listening in. It's been great again. And uh, we'll be here every Thursday evening at 730, uh, Soul Vibrations. Uh, thank you so much and, for listening. Uh, yes. And that's Pacific Standard Time. And, and, uh, 9.30 if you're on, uh, if you're in the uh, central area, uh, Midwest, and 10.30 if you're on the East Coast. And uh, the thing, lastly, I'd like to see us do, Dr. Kwaku, uh, T25 uh, itself, 
what I would like to see us do and what I would like to see some of these other organizations doing as we move forward is to think about some of the small sacrifices we can make within ourselves and within our brand to come up with – my challenge for the year 2017 is for us to come together collectively on a project, is to right. come up with one major project that we can do, like Malcolm says, by any means necessary. I'm not talking about how much we're going to get paid because the thing is we wait to get paid and we don't have any money. And we don't, and I'm, not just, and I'm not saying us, I'm saying this as an example, but what we do as a people is my, my, my time's worth money. I'm not doing nothing unless I'm getting paid for it. <clears throat> but you don't have anything to mobilize with. You know, I, you don't have a, a, a bank loan or anything to get anything moving with. And even though we say we don't want to beg, we still look for outside entities that are never going to help us to help us. And so in the meantime, we don't realize we have the richness to move within our own community if we would say, look, let's get this project done. Aside from the fact that it's going to cost me gas money to get there to do this thing, aside from the fact that, you know, I'm going to have to eat some lunch, aside from let's think of how we can get something done if the cost is taken care of to get us from to, to get us where we have to do to get this thing done and to put some food in our belly and some water in our stomachs to keep us strong enough to get through that day, to get through those couple of days, to get through those weeks, if the project only pays enough to get us to that meeting point, but the project is really worth it. See, instead of thinking about what it's going to pay right now, think about what the end game is going to be, what it's going to pay if you get it fixed. If you get the project fixed, you have a template that you can use. You have a portfolio. You have something you can market. When we go to these companies and we say, hey, uh, I need some money for this project, or I need some money to do this next thing. It's going to be really great. There are two things that are going to happen. If it's, if it's really has that much potential, they're going to want half of it. You're going to have to sell your soul to get it done. Wally Amos, famous Amos's cookies, he don't even own that anymore. But, 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 but see, he got the project done. He got the cookies made. So even if he had to sell the rights to his name that he doesn't even own anymore, he got $250 million for that. So now he done made some more cookies, same recipe. He just calls it no-name cookies now. You could still do the same thing, and the fact is, if they're using your name and they're getting paid for it and you're not off of each cookie, you, you made a brand and you sold it and you got paid for it and you're able to move on and you're able to – they're still keeping your face on the cookie. They're still keeping your brand alive, no matter what else you do. If you go in the famous Amos's liquor store, the fact is, if they relate, if they relate your face to them cookies by those people owning the cookies, 
they're still helping you. They're still helping you. But sometimes we're afraid to give part. Al Davis don't own 100% of the Oakland Raiders. He's managing general partners. There are other people. He owns like 39, 40% of of the Raiders, but he owns the biggest piece, the piece that makes all the decisions. We got to start doing that too. We got to say, look, we can sit around and wait for somebody uh, another 15 to 20 years to, 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 uh, or, or give in and say, okay, well, look, you can have half the company, you know, uh, or we can still say, I'm going to do it without him. I'm not going to sell. I'm not going to sell it. Well, you could do it that way too. But a smart businessman has a vision for what the end game is. You're trying to get to the other side. And when you're trying to get to the other side and you're building a bridge and you go, nobody's going to lend me money to build it. I'm going to make it out of these twigs or, or I'm going to find some people. I'm going to find somebody who's got a box of nails and somebody who's got some wood and they're on this side of the river with me. Maybe if we do it together and nobody gets paid but we use our resources we can still build that bridge. At the end of the day, we want to get across to the other side. We got to stop thinking in terms of how we're going to price ourselves out of our own opportunities. We got to stop thinking about that. And one of the things that I'm working on right now with, with a group of people, <clears throat> with one of my brands, is what I can do to help teach you five. And sometimes that means finding a project in partnership with somebody that you have something uh, uh, in, in, in like-mindedness with. And for us to get some of these things moving, uh, entertainment is one. Entertainment is always going to be a thing to bring everybody together, you know. So how do you get artists to come there? We have to start thinking outside of the box in some innovative terms. And that's that's what lane I'm I, I'm working in now. That's the lane that I'm working in. I'm looking outside the box in innovative ways in uh, uh, how we can find how we can find funds. But you have to find a need within the community. If you find a need within the community, the money's there because the community is spending money. The community is spending money. We're just not spending it with each other. We got to start spending it with each other. We got to start giving each other a break. Work together. Own part of what it is. It's like, man, I'm, I'm not going to help you with that. You know, there's nothing in it for me. Yeah, there is. It's it's a handshake and a tug. I'm, I, we're, we're pulling we're pulling each other together. We got to start thinking in terms of how we can help each other. Help me help you. We got to look at Jerry Maguire to listen to them say that. Help me help you. I can't help you if you won't let me, you know. But, but but me helping you means you're helping me too. You can't say just give me, give me, give me, and if it ain't nothing in it for me, yeah, I'll accept something from you, but if you need something from me, I ain't got time because it's all about my brand. I'm not working, I'm not working with those types of single-minded entities going into 2017. I'm, I'm, I'm working with somebody that that understands that to get where you want to go, you've got to give something to. you got to give something to, you know. So everybody out there listening, we thank you guys for for uh, uh, listening to us, you know, the contact information. 
If you have a brand you want to do, if you're an artist that has a voice, we 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 certainly love to, we certainly love to hear it. There's nothing wrong with coming and singing and auditioning in front of us. We're looking for artists. We're looking to expand our our brand. We're looking for substance, for material to go into our um, media group into into our uh, uh, IPO or mainstream or live stream, whatever you want to call it, and and don't come in. <laughs> expecting for us to promote you and just give everything away. We understand you could be completely broke, but we have access to video cameras. We have access to green rooms. We have access to stuff. But we have to sit down and reasonably, without selling your soul, we're not talking about that. We have to look at how we can help each other and still stay independent. It's okay to stay independent. Uh, the Anger Management Center, uh, our, our Family Solutions, Inc., the Jeffrey's Peace Project, we're moving our stuff as, as individual organizations, but we're using a platform, and T25 is the platform for doing it. And the best way to do that is, to, is you use them to market your brand, but there's something that they need from us too. They need our they need they need our support. They need our support. And you'd be surprised in the ways that you can do it. But to find out about those ways, contact either myself, Dr. Kwaku, go to our website, look things over, and contact us. And and set up a meeting with us. Sit down with us and see how we're moving forward. Because you're gonna wish you had Come 2017, once we're really up and cracking, you're going to wish you had while, while, the, while the wave waters were ready to be ridden. You know, it comes at a little bit higher price when you come in and everything's all laid out for you, you know. Um, grow with us. Help us grow. We'll help you grow too, you know. Hold on to that thought. Please, hold on to that thought. We'll see you next Thursday. Anything else you want to say, Dr. Quaku? I'd just like to say uh, uh, tip to my good brother in Nigeria, J.D. He knows who he is, uh, one of our listeners. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he turned on some more people over there to listen to the show. Uh, so uh, Hotel J.D., and, uh, you know, we'll see you again next week at 7.30 Pacific time, 10.30 Pacific time. I'm not, I don't know what time it is in Nigeria, but you found the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what time we own. So take care and have yeah, a blessed yeah. week. Take care. God, yeah, God bless all of you. Stay encouraged. Thanks for tuning in to Soul Vibrations. We'll see you next Thursday. Bye-bye now. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.